Hello, and welcome to the Simply and Fiercely Show, a podcast for women who want to clear their clutter and create space for freedom and joy. If your life keeps getting bigger, but not better, keep listening to learn about decluttering from the inside out. It's about creating a life that's aligned with your values and priorities, so you can have more of what matters and less of what doesn't. I'm your host, Jennifer, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. It's Jennifer here, and this is another episode of the Simply and Fiercely Show. Today, I want to talk about something that I often hear in conversations about decluttering. So it's something that someone might tell you if they are trying to give you some well-meaning advice. Or more often, I see it all the time on social media um, or Reddit. I do a lot of research about decluttering. So I'm always in like Facebook groups or reading forums. And when people are looking for advice on how to declutter, when they have felt really stuck with something that they're, they're really, you know, unable to, to part with, one thing that will often come up, and again, I truly believe it comes from a good place, but I don't think it's very helpful. And that bit of advice is, it's just stuff, Okay. So um, I don't know if you've heard that before. You may also have heard a variation of this that I'm not a big fan of, which is where people say, you know, it's just stuff. Your memories don't live in your stuff. Um, Your memories are in your heart, you know. And I may have talked about this before. I'm not sure. But just in general, I'm not a big fan of this. And I'm going to tell you why in a moment and what I think we should say or what we should talk about instead. But um. When I came up with the title of this episode, I think I think it's going to be like why you'll never why you will never hear me say it's just stuff. And in full disclosure, I was like, oh my god, because I have been blogging since 2015, and I was like, I really hope that I've never said this before. Um, this isn't something that I've always necessarily understood the the point that I'm about to make. You know, in the beginning, I really thought like many other people, that it's just stuff was helpful advice. But as I'm about to say, I don't always think that's the case. But I guess it's just my disclaimer, one, not to judge you if that's something that maybe you have said. Um, Because, yeah, (laughs) there's a very good chance if you feel really keen and you dig through my hundreds of blog posts that maybe I've said it before. But drawing that line in the sand and moving forward, this is why I'm not going to say it and why I think that perhaps we should all rethink sharing this as advice. Because, well, first and foremost, as I said, it comes from a good place, but I think it can be very condescending, okay? So, like, logically, right, logically we know it's just stuff. You know, we're not idiots, (laughs) even though we feel like it sometimes, right? But we all know that a you know, picture that you're struggling to declutter or your grandma's old sweater or a stack of papers or whatever it is that you've got in your home that you're trying to get rid of, we know it's just stuff, right? This is not um, this is not the beauty and the beast. <laughs> I was trying to think of some kind of toy or like toy story, right? There's no like emotions. There's no um, little cartoon characters living in our stuff as well. But when somebody says that to you and you already know it deep down, it really makes you feel um, like, what's wrong with me, right? I've talked about this so much on the podcast, and I'm sorry that I'm repeating myself, but I really think it's something that 
is very rarely spoken about but keeps so many people trapped. As soon as you start blaming yourself, as soon as you start thinking, well, the reason that I can't declutter is because something is wrong with me or I'm not smart enough or I've got some kind of fundamental character flaw, it is, you know, it's it's a huge hurdle that you didn't need to have that now you need to overcome, right? So if someone says it's just stuff and you go, yeah, I know that, but I still struggle, that may make you blame yourself. Or it's kind of the opposite where you're going to shut down and be like, you're just going to resist any type of advice, right? Because you're like, I don't need more people lecturing me and telling me it's just stuff, right? So regardless, it's just not very helpful. And if you're struggling to sort of see that perspective, I think a really good example is if somebody is trying to lose weight and someone says, just eat less food, right? And... I'll just say a quick disclaimer, like I'm against diet culture. I don't want to turn this into kind of like a big discussion about weight loss. But I think that we can probably all agree that if somebody says that, like just eat less food, it is probably a little bit unkind, um, perhaps unintentionally, right? But no one feels good about hearing it because it really is an oversimplification of a problem. And that's where that kind of condescending feeling comes from, right? And also, it's just not really true. Like, if um, somebody is struggling to lose weight, um, let me just check, I've got some things I jotted down earlier. It can be from health, right? There are certain diseases or conditions. Again, I'm not an expert, but I'm pretty confident there are certain conditions that can make it harder to lose weight. Medications. I knew this one firsthand. Um, I was on oral steroids for quite a while, and that can make you um, just make it difficult to lose weight, get like a moon face. Um, again, you probably don't need to hear all that, but yeah, there's medications that can make it difficult to lose weight. Or I think it's important to just say that like bodies are different, right? Like some people carry more weight naturally on their frame, and that's not necessarily something that needs to be fixed, right? And so like just saying just eat less food, it's like, well, there's no nuance. I think that's what I'm really trying to say. There's no nuance or understanding. Furthermore, a lot of times people struggle with food for emotional reasons, right? I was watching some show recently and oh my God, it really broke my heart how many of these people who are really struggling their, with um, their weight had come from horrible traumatic backgrounds where something, I'm not even going to go into the details, um, but something really quite horrible had happened to them as a child and food became a way to deal with it, right? Or, you know, even on the other end, it doesn't have to be like something super traumatic, but a lot of times, just everyday people, we are going through hard times, right? Life is hard. Everybody knows that now. And sometimes food is a way of dealing with it. If you haven't learned some other way of dealing with it, or you don't have support, you don't have financial support, you don't have friends, family who are there for you, whatever. I'm sure if someone was an expert, they could probably add 50 things to this list about why saying just eat less food isn't helpful, right? Because it is, as I said, an oversimplification. It's more complicated than that. And it also just makes people feel crap, right? So if you're just thinking about the purpose of giving someone advice is to try to empower them to change. And I think that, again, it's the same kind of thing with it's just stuff. It does not feel empowering. And obviously, there are going to be exceptions. There's going to be somebody who listens to this and says, oh yeah, I found that really helpful. But I don't know. That 
I, I feel like there's too much potential for it to be not helpful. Um, and then there's other things that we can say instead that is more inclusive, more supportive. And also just from experience with my own decluttering journey, um, or at this stage, I've worked with hundreds of women from around the world. Like just from experience, it's not even about emotions. It's just be like, how can we actually help people get unstuck? Like what practical advice is going to help them make real change if that's what they want? And saying it's just stuff is probably not anywhere near the top of, you know, the top 10 things I would say to someone. So what should we say instead? I think it is empowering to acknowledge that your stuff is more than just stuff, okay? Whether you realize it or not, I think that everything you own tells a story of some sort, right? So um, here are some examples. Oftentimes, clutter is a placeholder for difficult emotions. We are not necessarily ready to face something painful from our past, something challenging, there are a million different <laughs> difficult emotions that are out there, and we may not be ready to face them. And sometimes, again, that's not necessarily a choice, right? Like maybe right now you're at a point in your life where you have no support. You're like taking care of your elderly parents, maybe supporting young children as well, like working overtime, and you just don't have the bandwidth to deal with some kind of trauma from your past. Or it doesn't even have to be tra traumatic, like just some kind of heavy feeling that you've been carrying. And so in that way, I don't always think that clutter is a bad thing. Like your clutter can be a placeholder for that feeling until you are ready to deal with it. Okay. So um, for example, like I actually just told this story on social media recently. Um, it's something I usually reserve for inside my programs because it's a bit personal, but I think I actually will share it today because it is a powerful one. I lost my brother when he was 21. So that's almost 20 years ago now. He was military and he was killed, passed away. I don't even know um, what to, <laughs> what kind of word I feel comfortable using. Um, but he was um, in action, right? He was in the military. It was in a combat situation. And while he was alive, I was very, very bad at sending him letters. And so I finally sent him a letter I think it was like coming up. It was in November or maybe the end of October. So like we're coming into the holiday season. I finally wrote him a letter after not having written him in years. And then he was killed and the letter came back to me, returned to sender. So ooh, uh, without like going too deep into this, you know, this is a podcast episode where I probably don't want to share everything um, I am struggling with emotionally. But let's just say it was hard and I kept that letter for many, 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 many years, right? I carried it with me. I ended up moving to Australia, moved across the world with this. And I held on to this letter. And what I eventually realized is because I still carried a lot of shame and I felt like I needed, I wasn't forgiven, right? I had done this horrible thing by not writing to my brother more often. And so when I eventually got around to decluttering this letter, it was almost like part of the healing process, right? It was like me forgiving myself for just being human, right? We all do. And we didn't do something and we didn't know what the ramifications would be. And I'm not going to carry that letter around to punish myself for some mistake that I made, right? I still keep some things on my brother. Um, if you know me, you know that I am not like a 
hardcore minimalist. I keep sentimental items, right? But I'm very selective about what I keep. And I keep things that help me remember the strength of our relationship, right? I don't keep things that make me beat myself up about our relationship, right? And so, yeah, that's just a very deep yet quick <laughs> example of how like our stuff is not just stuff, right? Or, um, you know, it's not always that serious. Like I've had many cases, as you know, I was a shopaholic and I bought a lot of clothes. Fashion was my weakness where I would buy a dress, right? And what I believe is that when we buy things, we sure we're buying the things, but we're also buying the promise, right? We're buying the promise of how we think that item is going to make us feel or how it's, we think it's going to improve our life, right? But we are buying some kind of promise. And this is what I'm saying when I say our stuff is not just a stuff. Um, most of our stuff, a lot of our stuff, especially the things that we bought, comes with a promise. So I bought a dress perhaps thinking I was going to wear it and I was going to feel good and I was going to look good and I was going to feel more confident about myself, right? And it was going to somehow like make me feel more elevated or really great about myself. And if I never wore that dress for whatever reason, that is conversation for another day. But let's just say I didn't wear that dress. I may still struggle to declutter it, even though I, my logical brain might know I'm never going to wear it because the promise has not been fulfilled. So I look at that dress, um, you know, a beautiful dress in your closet that you're not wearing. And it kind of feels like if you declutter that dress, you are giving up on the promise that you were sold, right? It's a little bit complicated. It's kind of like, I've also told this story before in various places about how I carry these textbooks with me. Um, my college textbooks, which if you know, those are the kind of things that weigh a ton, big, heavy, clunky. Um, and I moved to Australia and I moved over pretty light. I only brought like one pallet worth of stuff, but I chose these books to bring with me. And then I moved to various places across Australia with these heavy, clunky books. And for years, I used to tell myself like, oh, it's, I'm going to read them someday, right? Or I might go back to school. None of which made sense because if I went back to school after 10 years in a new country, I probably would have needed new books anyway. Um, but I just kept bringing these books with me. And it was only when I realized that the reason I brought them was I had a lot of insecurity. I never finished my university degree. And where I grew up, that was like, a big red flag, like you're going to be a failure, a loser, is the word lots of people can say, for the rest of your life if you don't go to college. And so I never finished my degree, but it made me feel a little better to drag these heavy books around the world. So if you came to my house and looked at my bookshelf, you'd be like, oh, look, she seems smart. And I'm laughing because like, there's also a voice in my head that's saying, smart person wouldn't do this. But, you know, that's what I was saying sort of earlier in this episode. It's those voices in our head that sometimes make decluttering harder than it needs to be. And I think that getting, acknowledging the stories, like hearing somebody else say, hey, it is hard. Hey, there are stories in your stuff. It's not just stuff. You've got to deal with all this like mental load, right? It's actually like very freeing. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's not me. I'm not, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just the way it is. This is very normal. Jen told me that people everywhere struggle with it. <laughs> and it's kind of like a gift that you can give yourself. So that is why I try not to say it's just stuff. If I do, 
God, somebody call me out on it, especially if it's recently, because I really don't mean that. I do know that there's more to your stuff. And I feel like if we can acknowledge it, then we can try to solve it. And um, one of my favorite authors, I have a book called Emotional Agility by Dr. Susan David. She's also a TED speaker. And one of her big things that she teaches is that our emotions are side and posts, right? And so they tell us what we need to do to change. So for example, the emotion that I felt about this, um, that letter from my brother, right? When I finally identified the emotion as like regret and shame, it was a signpost that I needed to forgive myself, right? And again, sort of tying in lots of things that I've talked about on previous episodes, this is why I think that how you declutter matters because when you declutter this in this way where you really look at the emotions and the stories behind yourself, your stuff, you get more benefits than just less stuff, right? That one letter that I was carrying around, it didn't take up that much space in my home, right? But it, feel, it felt good to let it go. It felt really good to forgive myself. It felt really good to be like, I don't need to carry this weight, right? The, the psychological weight, I suppose, emotional weight anymore. And I think that that is, yeah, one of the gifts of decluttering. And it only comes when we acknowledge that our stuff is more than just stuff. So, oh, that's a big episode. Um, I just covered a lot more than I planned to cover. Um, but I will say that if what I'm saying to you is resonating with you and you would like to learn more about decluttering from someone who encourages this kind of approach, that's me, obviously. <laughs> um, oh God, I'm so horrible at saying this kind of stuff sometimes. But what I'm trying to get around to is saying that my program, Clear Your Clutter, which is an eight-week group program um, where we basically go through and really unravel all of the kind of stuff that I talk about on the podcast, it is kicking off in January, um, which is only a few weeks away now. Um, but you can go to simplyfiercely.com slash clearyourclutter, all one word, if you want to check it out and learn a bit, a bit more about the program. But also, you can go there and get on the wait list. Now, I've never done that before, but I, I have something planned for anyone who's on the wait list this year. So if you are interested, please sign up for the wait list. Um, and you can also go to the show notes. Okay? So thanks so much for your time. It was great chatting with you all today. And yeah. Oh, sorry. I've got one more thing to say. Um, this is actually, I think this will go out on, I want to say like, just after Christmas when this episode goes out. I'm so confused about the dates, but this will be the last episode of 2023. So thank you to everyone who has spent that time here with me. And I look forward to connecting with you all in 2024. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Simply and Fiercely show. If you want to learn more, you can download my free mindful decluttering guide and learn all the secrets that help me go from shopaholic to minimalist. All you need to do is visit simplyfiercely.com backslash free guide. That's all one word to get instant access. Until next time, thanks again.